0: Let's go to the movies. An award season podcast. Welcome to season 4, episode 13, the last episode of season 4, where we'll be recapping the 95th Academy Awards. Let's just jump right in. I'm going to just start by going through the ballot and uh, what won and what I picked versus what won and kind of discuss all of that just to get it all started. So first up was Best Picture, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Took that prize and I did select that to win. Best Actor went to Brendan Fraser, which was my pick. Best Actress went to Michelle Yeoh, which was my pick. Best Supporting Actor was Kihi Kwan, which was my pick. Best Supporting Actress went to Jamie Lee Curtis, which I did not pick. I actually chose Stephanie Hsu. Best Animated Feature went to Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, which was my pick. Best Animated Short went to The Boy, The Mole, The Fox, and The Horse, which was not my pick. I had selected My Year of Dicks just because it made me laugh. Best Cinematography went to All Quiet on the Western Front, which was my pick. Best Costume Design went to Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, which was my pick. Best Directing went to The Daniels for Everything Everywhere, which was my pick. Best Documentary Feature went to Navalny, which was my pick. Best Documentary Short went to The Elephant Whisperers, which was my pick. Best Editing went to Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. That was my pick. Best International Feature went to All Quiet on the Western Front. That was my pick. Best Live Action Short went to An Irish Goodbye. I had selected The Red Suitcase, so not my pick. Best Makeup and Hairstyling went to The Whale. That was my pick. Best Original Song went to To Natu Natu from RRR. That was not my pick. I had chosen Hold My Hand from Top Gun just because I love Lady Gaga. Best Original Score went to All Quiet on the Western Front for Volker Bertelmann. That was my pick. Best Production Design went to All Quiet on the Western Front. I had chosen Babylon for that category, so not my pick. Best Sound went to Top Gun. That was my pick. Best Adapted Screenplay went to Women Talking. That was my pick. Best original screenplay went to everything, everywhere, all at once. That was my pick. And best visual effects went to Avatar, which also was my pick. So based on all of that, I ended up getting 18 correct out of 23. You'll notice as I read those, I only missed a few. And I actually ended up winning the ballot contest this year at our annual party slash contest to see who knows the most. (laughs) Uh, That is the first time I've actually won since like 2018, so that was pretty cool. Everything Everywhere All at Once swept. They got seven wins out of 11 nominations, um, which is very impressive. Michelle Yeoh was the first Asian woman to win for Best Actress. This movie took three out of four of the acting nominees, or categories, I should say. Like, this movie just had a moment. Jamie Lee Curtis was a very pleasant surprise for me winning. I thought it was going to go to Angela Bassett, honestly, and I had picked Stephanie. Shu was just kind of like a hopeful thing. So seeing her win was awesome because she was just so excited. Um, including this and all of the award shows, Throughout the whole year, even ones that aren't televised, everything everywhere all at once has officially become the most awarded film of all time. It's won 158 awards, which is really crazy. Uh, It also is the first time that I've seen a film in more recent years take home so many, kind of like sweep the show. You know, you obviously know there are films that have done that, like Titanic Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, as examples. But I couldn't recall the last time I had seen something like that. So I actually looked it up. And the last time that a movie did that strong was Gravity in 2013. They won seven awards that year. I would assume most of those were technical and behind-the-scenes kind of stuff. But still, like, that's a long time. It's ten years ago, basically, that something actually did that strong. Uh, Eleven is the most wins of all time. That went to Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, Titanic, and Ben-Hur. So I thought that was uh, kind of interesting because, in a way, it was a little lackluster because it was just the same movie winning over and over again. I'm not mad about it by any means, but I didn't actually expect it to sweep as well as it did. Because um, a lot of times, in my mind... um. The- Different aspects of movies that you really loved will take home something like at least like, oh, they won at least for movie for music or, oh, they won at least one acting. And a lot of movies didn't really get any attention because everything everywhere just kind of swept the board. Like Elvis and the Fablemans and even Tar, like they didn't win anything. And that's just wild to me because I thought those were really strong films this year. The next movie that took most after Everything Everywhere was All Quiet on the Western Front. They took home four Awards. So All Quiet and Everything Everywhere, to me, were just kind of bouncing back and forth, sweeping. <laughs> um, pretty wild. Pretty interesting, too. Just kind of in the grand scheme of, of the films that were up this year. Um, the acting categories overall were so strong this year. As they were like showing all the clips and announcing all the nominees, like it was one of those things where I had a suspicion who would win, but I also was like, I'm really not mad if any of these people win, and that doesn't happen all the time. So I think that was really cool, just to kind of see this full force coming back of this talent and this recognition. Uh, when Kihi Kwan won, like that was fantastic. Like he was just making me cry. He was so excited. That was probably my favorite win. Of the evening, probably my favorite acceptance speech for the past few years, honestly, like it was just so sincere and he was just so excited and proud and like, it was just awesome. I also appreciate that all the acting nominees this year were like first time winners and they all kind of had some kind of cool like story to go with it. Like the redemption, like the reunited aspect, kind of like bringing their career back or, you know, like Michelle Yeoh, like, finally breaking through a lot of barriers and glass ceilings. Or, like, Jamie Lee Curtis finally being recognized after so many years. Like, pretty solid crop. Kind of refreshing to not have just kind of the same old people winning everything. So I thought that was solid, too. Um, of course, Jimmy Kimmel hosted. This was his third time as the host. I thought he was solid, uh... I think it was necessary to have a host to kind of alleviate some of the tension that was, had been going on with the slap and everything. Like, they obviously referenced that a lot. Like, he d- wasted no time. The jokes were sharp. Sometimes they were a little like, oh, ooh. but I think overall it worked and I think it was necessary. I think no host would have been kind of awkward because then it would just been like an elephant in the room regarding the slap and everything. I also thought, in general, that the humor was sharp just with, um, like, the presenters and their little bits before they gave out awards and stuff. I thought the way that they did some of the presenting was pretty solid. Like, the duos they put together and kind of having people present two awards at once. And I thought the best actress, best actor duo was solid with Jessica Chastain and Halle Berry. Obviously, because Will Smith was not able to present as he should have. But I think that they picked a good duo there. We kind of had a side bet going of who would be presenting that award. So it was kind of nice to see that it was those two. In general, I thought the award show was a little uneventful. I think some of the wins and the speeches are what stood out to me more. Like individual moments didn't quite really I I can't really think of anything specific that jumped out at me. Um I guess in a way it's them also just trying to get back to normal from COVID years and, you know, weird stuff with the slap and no host and being at different locations and venues and stuff. So I guess they went for a just like kind of a more straightforward type of vibe. The Clips that they used were awesome, like from the movies, and like the lighting that they did in the theater was really cool when they were showing each of the Best Picture nominees. So some cool effects like that. There's always hubbub about the In Memoriam, of course, and this year it was noted that Charles B. Dean was not in it, and she recently passed away and was in Triangle of Sadness, so that was kind of strange that someone that was in a Best Picture nominee and a Best Director nominee at that rate, was left out completely. I don't understand fully how that process works, but I know it was a little strange to not see her there. Makes me curious, like, if the cast or anyone that was part of that film and in that theater, like, what was their reaction to that? But... Yeah, overall, I think it was a really solid year of movies, kind of gets things a little bit back on track in my head. I think Everything Ever All at Once is a great pick as Best Picture. Usually my Best Picture pick is, like, what is significant about this in regards to film overall? Like, does it change the way you watch a movie or advance technology at all? or You know, just kind of, I try to find, like, I guess, a purpose for that movie being Best Picture, for lack of a better word. And I think this movie was great because it really fed into the kind of the pop culture way of the world that we're in. Just everything kind of coming at you really fast and flashing and lots of, lots of things going on all at the same time, like an information overload. Also significant because, of course, it's just representation being put on full force. And multiverse, all that stuff, kind of like the sci-fi. I don't know. I think it was a solid pick. I think it's going to stand out. I think if you watch this movie in a few years, it's still going to be really strong. Another podcast that I listened to made a point that you should watch a best picture every, like if the year that it wins, you should watch it 10 years later and see if it still holds up. So that is kind of an interesting perspective to me too. And I think that watching everything ever all at once, like a decade from now, it's still going to be just as fantastic as it is now, you know? I think that's going to be an interesting way to kind of look at Best Picture nominees moving forward as well, like kind of a little bit of that perspective, kind of still tying in with the way I look at it, like how does this advance the medium or anything like that? I think another aspect of maybe how this might advance the medium is like, because they tried to do a little bit more realistic visual effects. It wasn't all trying to be CGI. As I mentioned in my review episode about this film, they were trying to be more Ghostbusters. (laughs) And so just to say they were trying to do a little bit more literal effects and, you know, like less all computer generated. And I think that that does reflect in the film. There's a quality to it that you can't quite capture. When it's all computer generated. So, in a way, maybe just kind of like that nostalgia filmmaking is significant. And trying to do a little bit more like actual hands on stuff is significant. And in no way trying to knock visual artists and computer graphic artists, because like that is a fantastic aspect of filmmaking. But I think it's kind of com- combining the two. what makes this movie work so well um but yeah this wasn't too I didn't have too many notes and I didn't have a lot whole lot to say to kind of unpack this episode or I'm sorry this (laughs) on this episode but for this award season in general I thought it was a really straightforward year to be honest with you like my husband watched everything everywhere and he pretty much guessed that they would win most things one of my friends at the party that was one of the only ones he really saw and he was like, I'm pretty sure it's going to win everything just because I haven't seen a movie like it before. So I think, you know, like this movie just kind of spoke for itself and it got acknowledged. And I think that's pretty awesome. Um, so, yeah, it's going to kind of wrap up this year's award season, this year's Oscars. I hope that you enjoyed some movies this year. I hope you enjoyed the award show if you watched it. I hope you had some fun with ballot predictions if you do that with anybody. And, yeah, we'll do it all again next year. This is going to wrap up season four, which is weird to say. Like, I can't believe I've committed to this for four seasons. If you do listen, I appreciate you. I don't really promote this podcast all that much because it's kind of more as just like a hobby for me. I don't technically care if it gets a lot of listens or a lot of likes like if you like it cool (laughs) and thank you uh i think every year i say i'm gonna try to do some bonus episodes in the summer and i don't but this year i think i'm gonna stick to it because last this past award season showed me that movies that came out over the summer are gonna have more lasting power like with everything everywhere all at once and elvis So I think I might try to do a little more commitment to dropping a few of those episodes. We'll just call them season four bonus episodes if they do actually come out. Because there is a lot coming out this year that looks really awesome. And I don't want to fall behind before I'm even there. So you'll hear from me again soon enough. And of course, in a few months, we'll just start the whole thing over again when the next award season starts up. So until then... Happy viewing. Thank you for listening today and for joining me on yet another trip to the movies. And one final note, you can always follow me on Letterboxd, Paula Ferguson, keep up with all my ratings and reviews. When it's not award season or when it is award season. If you're not on Letterboxd, I recommend it. It's like social media, but for movies, you get to see everyone's reviews and make lists, share lists. It's been fun being on it this season. I'll catch you on there.